Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 490. Wow, almost getting to that elusive 500. Are we going to get to 510 more shows, or are we going to collapse, get mad, and throw things at each other? I don't know. We haven't done that in 490 episodes. I don't think it's going to happen now. But anyhow, what the hell? We are one week, one day before the start of football. We haven't had football since November, late November 2019. Can you believe that shit? We are actually going to get some football. Now, for how long are we going to get football? We don't know. Hopefully, it continues. I mean, look at Alberta. is going nuts already. Winnipeg, while well, they're just dormant. They're just staying home in their little house. But as soon as they get out, it's all going to break loose again. And they're thinking, oh, wow, we're all vaccinated. We can have 100% capacity in our stadium. How about you fucking idiots? Okay. Um, let's carry on and figure out what we're going to do here. We're going to talk to football, but we don't have an agenda tonight. Charles was a little busy. There wasn't much really happening. So we're just going to shoot this one from the hip and go forth and conquer. We've got a few things in the, uh, CFL.ca list. We'll kind of nip around over to TSN to see what they have. And, uh, oh my God, maybe even three now nation. If we, if we get really desperate. Oh, geez, what are we going to talk about? Derek Dennis? Can we talk about Derek Dennis? Because cause, 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 cause he's the new drug. He, just like Johnny Menzel, everybody has to talk about him. So let's talk about Dennis. Derek Dennis. We'll do that sometimes in the show. And uh, who else are we going to talk about? I heard Andrew Harris was about uh, on the verge to retire. Is this his last season? If he has injuries, he's going to retire midway through the season. I heard that rumor. I don't know whether that's real or not. I don't know. Okay, uh, I'm going to open up the phone boards because I, I got nothing around about, and we could talk about fires because they're everything all over BC here in, in my area, so we could talk about that. We could talk about the, the vaccinations. We don't want to talk about that because there, it's, there's a bit of a conflict. And uh, COVID, well, who cares? It's boring. It's over. It's passe. Uh, we're not talking about that anymore because it's gone. No, right? I don't know. We'll see. Welcome to the show, Mark. How are you doing? I abuse Winnipeg, so why don't you come in first? Doing well, doing well. Getting ready for the football game next week, which is highly anticipated. Now, anticipated? We get to see the banner unveiled, and uh, it's going to be interesting seeing people get into the stadium. Mm Hmm. There's going to be some traffic tie-ups with construction and then with all the stuff you have to do now to get into a game, it could take a while. Yeah, maybe even. Who knows? Who gives a shit? So what if you miss the first half? Will it matter? Nah. (laughs) Well, at least you don't have to tailgate. We're gonna we're gonna just run into each other in the parking lot. I think. Well, that's not fair. You can't do that. Accidentally, that's, on that's, purpose. that's a violation of the rules. 
and oh my god, you're anarchists! <laughs> Don't tell everyone that. Don't tell everyone that. You're live on on Let's Talk CFL. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There's several uh, people I think that are just going to happen to run into each other at different spots in the parking lot. Like I said, accidentally on purpose. Yep. I won't tell. <laughs> and at least there's a fair bit of news to talk about Winnipeg once we get to them. They've got some possible issues. Yep. What issues? What are we issues? What are we going to do? Go ahead, Will or Charles, whoever. I don't know. Who's going to say something? I was going to say, Mark, do you anticipate a sellout or not? Uh, No. I would say they're trying. I think they're trying to say it's about 30,000 right now. But I say it's closer to 28.7 right now. I know quite a few people have returned their tickets, their season tickets, and will not go right. until the province lifts the um, must be vaccinated. What was that right? Interesting. How yeah. many? How many people? I, I wouldn't know an, an exact number, but just on anecdotal, I'd say in the hundreds. It's not a ton, but in the CFL, that's a fair bit of money. No kidding. Interesting. Yeah. Mind you, I guess if, so, I guess well, if, not, if you're not vaccinated for whatever reason, you can't go. Yeah, and so I guess if, you, if they're not see, vaccinated. It, yeah. I guess if so if you have season tickets, have season it doesn't matter. Tickets, it's pointless. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, at least if those people return their money, they should be getting a refund in that case. If Why? they return their ticket. This is Pardon? a Walmart. <laughs> They're given options. They get options. Okay. Um, some have gotten their money back. Some have just said, you know what? Once I'm allowed back in the stadium... And then I'll come back. So they've got a credit on their account. They've still okay. got their season. Yeah. Yeah. So Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. What percentage, Mark, do you think are season ticket holders? What percentage what? What percentage are season ticket holders in Winnipeg? You know? Um before COVID hit, we were going down. We were at about 21,000. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not a huge loss, but still, it doesn't look good. No. Yeah, the, the, bombers, the bombers are getting beaten up being kept over doing what they're told in order to have the CFL. So. Huh. It's on the province. We'll have to get the bombers. And I don't know, they have not announced anything in Calgary yet, 
but they did they did send me a mail email today saying I could, I have access to my tickets as of right now, but they have not announced anything about vaccination or not vaccination. So unless they're just gonna wait till the very end and say that, so they don't get any fucking kickback, or they're just gonna let everybody come. I don't know. We'll see. Are you going to be okay, Charles? What's that? Are you going to be okay? <laughs> Yo, I. No. We just keep sneezing, keep sneezing, sneezing. You going to hack up a lung or something, once. or are you going to be fine? I sneezed once. I'm okay. <laughs> just check. Just are check. Are sure? Sure? If I was to. Are you sure you don't have the vid, Charles? The what? The vid? The virus. I'm eating ice cream. I don't think so. Oh, that's what the noise is. Yeah, but that's all you had to do six months ago. If you sneezed once, people were sentencing you to death. Okay? (laughs) Well, there shouldn't be an announcement. Did you have to be masked at the uh, stampede for the day outdoor events? Uh, no. Then you won't have to for the football. It'll be under the well, table. yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. The uh, stampede, you had to uh, prove vaccination or have a rapid test at the door. Well, that's fair, fair option actually. So, but once again, once again, that's a public thing, okay, to stampede the public board as opposed to the stampeders that are private. So, we shall see. I am, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't driven by yet, but I'm wondering if the rats have taken over McMahon Stadium because there's nobody been in there since November 2009. Right? Rats are funny. Maybe the stands will already be full of rats. Right. Well, we don't have rats in Alberta. Maybe rabbits. Maybe rabbits. Hey, rabbits. Bunnies. Yeah. Bunnies everywhere. I guess. Bunnies everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bunnies everywhere. Oh, well. Okay. Should we talk about what we're doing? Everyone will be hopping mad. Go on. Uh, holy fuck. Don't put your dick down, Charles. I'm not planning to. Charles, I have a question for you. What is this okay. list of, 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 of Canadian cities? Well, that was to go with, I don't know if you saw what I had posted earlier, what I had said, seeing as uh, I didn't have a chance to put together an agenda, what I had suggested before we went on the air, uh, about, uh, I guess it was about half an hour ago, I said, what don't we do, just do like a, a preview for all nine of the teams, and then at the end of the show, we can give our predictions for the final standing. Oh, okay. Um, so that was one of the things. Do you know we anything about the Ottawa Red Blacks? Do, do you know anything about the Ottawa Red Blacks? They were really, really bad last time they played, and they That's got a new coach. Right. 
Yeah. So exactly what would we talk about? The other red black. I'm just I'm, I'm not criticizing here. I'm just asking a question. Most of the teams I really give a fuck about. I don't know. It was just a suggestion because I didn't have a chance to put together an agenda because I was busy at work all right. day. This, this is a this is a CFL podcast, Christopher. So we should talk about everybody. Okay. Hey, well, then every every, every team out there should supply a panelist. Yeah. Yeah, but we go I on did see an article. The people in the East. Matt Nichols is ready to go, so his arm is good. They have. Oh my God. Game. Oh my God! Ottawa is gonna be a juggernaut. Because <laughs> when I think powerhouse quarterbacks, I think Matt Nichols. Me too, buddy. I'm thinking he is. He has to be related to Doug Flutie in a former life. He's that good. Okay. I don't believe that. But we'll see. <laughs> I don't believe. I don't believe that either. Mm-hmm. He might even be better than Marcus Crandall. Fuck I was going to say, but no, as nobody's famous, better than Marcus Crandall. I mean, Marcus Crandall's famous, better than Tom Brady. I, I, you know what? I'm not saying anything, but it's possible. It's possible if he had been given all of the opportunities, Marcus or. Tom Brady was. Marcus Crandall could be the GOAT in the NFL right now. Mm. Did Dusty Hill really die? Yeah. Yes, earlier today. Oh, Who that's died? Shitty. Dusty Hill. Who died? The bass player Dusty from ZZ Top. ZZ Top. Oh. Okay. I could just hear Will thinking to himself, who cares? Well, no, I'm not thinking that, but uh, along the same lines, I've decided in the last (laughs) about three weeks that I'm going to grow my hair long, okay? I still have that ability. And you're probably all wondering who I'm going to grow my hair like. And I've decided... I've decided that I'm going to grow my hair like Wild Bill on <laughs> Wild Bill on. Come on, what's that show called? <laughs> the Crab Fisherman Show. Come on. The what? The Crab Fisherman Show. What's it called? Oh yeah, Wild Bill on Deadliest Catch. Okay, I've decided. Never seen the show. I'm growing my hair like. Me oh, okay, well, I'll send you both a picture. You'll be impressed. You'll be impressed. I guarantee you. I don't think so, but that's okay. Okay. I'm just going down the red-black death chart on the offense. Oh, boy, they're very in trouble. You got Nichols and you think? Dominic Davis. Well, they got Nichols and Dominic Davis. Uh, so, so there's going to be a battle for QB. Yeah. I, um, I guess their starting running back will be Anthony Coombs or Timothy Flanders. Stephen Logan's there. He could get it to 50. 
He hasn't retired yet? He has not. He's still in the CFL. Good Lord. I didn't realize he was still around. I thought he retired. Who's that? Stefan Logan. Stefan Logan. Uh, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I think it's great. And the wide receivers get. That's where they really took a hit. You got Nate Bahar. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that's about the only guy I've heard of on here, on their wide receiver list. They got what's-his-name from Calgary last year. Uh, shit, what's-his-name? He was Bo Levi's best buddy, but he sucked as a receiver. <laughs> shit. can't remember his name. He played for UFC. Um, um, <laughs> not Drew. Um, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of the name. Yeah. Uh, shit. Are you laughing over there, Christopher? What are you laughing at? Yeah, what's so funny? Uh, you? Are you laughing well, at the picture? The, no, well, the guy put up a post, and it says, microwave a penny for one minute to get a mini coin, and they're showing this little itty-mini penny, right? And they put it beside a rip penny, and this little one is there. And then the reply the boss some guy with a kitchen and a blown-up microwave. He goes, thanks a lot, dang. So, yeah. last, um, name is, well, last name is Klukas. Last name is Klukas. This oh, kind of looks like Russell Crowe when he's kind of old. Who? Th- this guy you want to look like. Oh, Wild Bill, yeah. Kind of looks like Russell Crowe. On a bad hair day. Does he? Yeah. yeah, Russell, yeah, yeah. Crow's, Russell Crowe's a lot fatter now. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I could kind of see that resemblance. He's an awesome fishing boat captain, this guy. Awesome guy. You think so? Yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd like his personality, Christopher. On an episode I watched the other day, he put some rookie up on, on the bridge behind the wheel while everybody else slept. And he came up in the middle of the night, and the rookie was sleeping in the chair. <laughs> while Bill just wound up and backhanded him across the head, okay? And said, never sleep on my watch. It was pretty funny. I happen to agree with him. I probably would have done the same thing. Makes sense. Yeah, me too. You too. You don't sleep. What well, you don't, don't sleep on watch. You just don't do it. No. You get six hours off. You sleep then. You're only on watch for six yeah. hours. You stay awake. Stay awake for six hours. There you go. I agree. So Charles, what is his first name? Klukas, who played for Calgary. Mark Klukas. Klukas. Mike. Yes. Uh, what is it? No idea. He was on Calgary last um, year, and he never got re-signed. 
and Ottawa re-signed him about three weeks ago. He was on Calgary last year, you said? Yes, sir. Or in 2019? Yes. Well, I'm looking at some of the Uh, team they have on defense. Their defense is going to be good. Their defense might hold them in a few games. It is the Eastern Division, so their defense could hold them in. Antoine Pruneau is still with them. He's one of the original players. I can't find anyone named Klukas on the Stampeders from 2019. Yeah, better look harder. And he was a receiver, you said. Yes, sir. And he was Bo's bum mate. I'd tell you who it was, but for some reason I'm sitting outside and my internet is fucking right now. I'm going to look at the Ottawa Red Blacks. Maybe, uh... I mean, they might have cut him all around. No tats. There won't be any tats. He's not very good. You better start cooking it, buddy. And your mo- motorcycle buddy there, guy there, was a renowned uh, renowned PEB kind of guy. Oh. Okay, Michael Klukas. <laughs> he played in 16 games for Calgary last year. 13. 13. 13 games. Uh, he had uh, 16 catches for 169 yards. Yeah, he sucked badly. But, That's thrilling. But is as fast as he is, he's fast. He's very fast. Like There's said, lots of people out there that are for, fast. If he can't catch, that's a problem. Yeah, but he he played for he played for University of Calgary. He is Canadian. So yeah. And I was extremely happy when they didn't resign him again. Destined okay. not, destined not to take Brandon Banks' uh, position as the best receiver in the CFL. Apparently not. Sixteen catches. I'm, I'm sorry. What was that? How did somebody <laughs> take take? Who? What? No. He what said are you talking destined about? Not. He's talking about this Klukas guy for Ottawa. Right. Okay. But what did he say? Destined not to take the. Go ahead, not to take not to take the Brandon Banks position as the top receiver in the CFL. How did Brandon Banks get it away from Brian Burnham? (laughs) I knew that was coming. (laughs) Brandon Banks was the was the reigning MOP last year, my friend. Sorry. You are right. MOP doesn't make him the best receiver. Well, that's the position he plays, so I'm going to put two and two together and say he was. Okay. 
according to Let's them, go to I player don't necessarily, stats, okay? we I don't necessarily and, agree and, with and, it. And go to receiving. Oh, okay. And oh, 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 look, Brandon Banks is the highest. Was the highest receiver? Okay, I'll let that go. I'll let that slide. Sorry, I'll apologize. Fifty-eight yards more than um, Brian Burnham. Yeah, but they but don't. On, they don't on, count. They Twelve don't, more they don't count. But hold on, they don't count playoff yards because <laughs> Burnham wasn't even close to a playoff game. So that's all I'm saying, man. Just, just saying. Okay. Well, just look at the number of receptions to catch and, and percentages there, and, and Brandon Banks got little yards. I don't know. We'll yeah, let but it go. if you go by that, if you go by that stat, Lewis had a thousand yards and probably had three thousand catches. Okay. It's like half a yard catch. It's all, it's all how you look at it. I am interested to see Ottawa this year. Though. I want to why? see if Lapalise can. Why? I want to see what Lapalise can do, or if I'm going to be proven why? right. I want to be proven right when it comes to Lapalise. Uh, uh. I never like him as a head coach. Okay. Yeah. Hey, it's going to be football. Well, to be fair, I'm more interested. They can't be a lot so, worse than 2019. And they've got a very good defense. If Nichols can do kind of, sort of what he did in Pig, he just has to be middle of the road, right? He just has to be average. Yeah. And it's the Eastern whoa, 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 whoa. He doesn't have to be average. Okay? Because that would mean that we're going to sit here and compare Ottawa's offensive line to Winnipeg's offensive line. Okay? Oh, I, mean, I know. Come on. <laughs> come on. Okay? Trust me, I know that. <laughs> well, that's half of it right there. Yeah. And but it, it'll be... The year off might have been good for him. Thankfully, he stayed away from the microphones again because I think he's still bitter. But uh, his body got a chance to heal. So maybe it'll help. I'm not saying he's yeah, fired by any means, but hey, mediocre football in the Eastern Division gets you a playoff spot. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you I played guess. your opposition, right? You played a, your opposition, especially this year where it's heavily weighted on the divisions. Yeah, so. I guess. It is. It is, for sure. I mean, yeah, Divisional matchups are big, and this makes it even that'll, bigger. That'll play a part in this entire season, okay, mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, yeah. It's a part for, for a long single people. team. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But I just don't think – I just don't think so if Matt – is Dominic Davis still on Ottawa or not? Yes. Yeah, he's a backup. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's the backup. And I'm not even convinced he's good enough to be a backup. He, he's not a good. I've never thought he was good, a good enough quarterback. Matt Nichols? And since we're off. No, yeah, uh, no Dominic no. Davis. <laughs> Dominic Davis. Come on, that was funny. I'm and, not a huge. I'm not since, a huge fan of Matt since, Nichols either. And since we're on the subject of Ottawa players and ex-Ottawa players, COVID was very good to an ex-Ottawa player. And that would have been uh, that quarterback that was in Ottawa in 2019. What was his name? Jonathan Jennings? Yes. And we don't know where Jonathan Jennings is anymore, do we? He's seemingly yes, vanished. He's a free agent. So that, so that two years where there was no football, okay, or, or COVID, it managed to let him disappear gracefully, okay? And nobody has signed mm-hmm. him yet. And I don't know what that means and where he's at or if he found a job and he's living happily ever after. I don't think he even tried to get a football job after. Like with well, any of the, the XFL when it popped up and all this other stuff. I don't think – maybe he's out of football. I don't know. I think he might be. He should be. Because, yeah, you're, there hasn't been anything said about him at all. No, <laughs> nothing at all. And three, four years ago, he was hot in the CFL, man. Let's face it. I think he got too big ahead too quickly. He started off really well, and he had that one decent year in uh, 2016. And then I think he started to read his press clippings because he just, once 2017 hit, he just kind of collapsed. Did he have the same receivers in BC both both years? What's that? Did Jennings have the same receivers both years in BC? Uh, I believe so. Manny Arsenault, Burnham, Arsenault. Um, <clears throat> who else was here at that time? Uh, Claremont was gone. G Roy was G Roy. He, no, he was gone too. Um, he had Arsenault. He had Burnham. Uh, I, there was the one year he had Terrell Sinkfield. I remember. Um, who was also looking for a job. Yep. Uh, pa- Paris Jackson was here. He was at the, uh, he was right at the end of his career. So, but for the most part, I think the receivers were pretty similar for both years. Yeah, I was just wondering because a lot of times receivers make a quarterback look very good. So I was well, wondering. The the receivers receivers sure well, I'll that. just. Look at the 2013 Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Exactly. And and that was more of a running back making a quarterback look good. Look at Matt Nichols with his 11, what was it, seven straight wins or no? What did he have on that when he got injured? I don't know. Which one? 
when Nichols got injured in Winnipeg, what was Winnipeg at? Like seven and one or something like that? And yeah, they had a good on, record. They had a fabulous record. And he had great stats, but it's not on him. You were saying it was. No. He, he was like I, the second I, coming I, of Christ for you. No, I, I don't hate him as a quarterback. I never have. <clears throat> he managed the system. Does he have that system with La Police in Ottawa? It's the same system, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same guy. Especially, like Will said, the offensive line. You would think it'd be similar. But he doesn't have that offensive line. And we know he's not the most mobile quarterback. You know, he's not mobile. Never was. No, he's a pylon. Hmm. See, we can actually talk uh, about the auto with the red black. Yep. It just popped up, Will. Uh, Will, we lost Will, and he's asking to call call back. We lost he said, Will. Hey, I just crashed call. Yeah, he says, "Hey, I just crashed call. Call me back." Well, what if I don't want to? Well. Yeah, there's a good question, isn't there? You know, do we yeah, do we want to should, let's take a vote. Do we bring Will back in or do we like tell him to piss off? Charles? Or I'm putting I'll you on vote, the spot. Uh, Mark, Mark, I'm Mark, Mark, vote Mark. To bring him back. Mark, what do you I'm want? Here. Do you want him back? Yeah. Yeah, I guess we can. I guess we can. Okay, so it's not unanimous, but we'll let it go. <laughs> Ottawa's got a horrible schedule at the start. They play Edmonton, Saskatchewan, BC, then Montreal, then BC. It's all Mark and Charles' fault. Why? They voted to bring you back in. Okay. It wasn't unanimous. It was a non-unanimous vote. You would miss me if I wasn't here, CJ. You love me like a retarded half-brother. You always have. Yes, you are a retarded half-brother, and that's okay. I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to say retarded. No, you're not. correct. So don't say that word. Send a hate mail to Christopher Jones. No, Will's retracting his word, so that that means that mine didn't happen. Right. Because that's fair, right? If you hadn't said it, there's no way I would have. Right, absolutely. Right, so it's all your fault. I mean, we, we, he just retracted his word, so it's all okay. Right. <clears throat> okay, where did we get to? Are we done with Ottawa yet? Because they're going to suck this year, guys. I'm sorry. They're they are. Suck. They're not. They're not going to be good. I think they've improved from 2019, not substantially enough to make any sort of difference in the standings. Okay. Well, yeah, but I can't. E- you can't even say they have a better coaching staff because hmm. they had a pretty decent coaching staff. No personnel. Right? Yeah. Right. I they mean, didn't have the personnel to run. Yeah. I mean, Lab Police hasn't been a head coach in how long? And 
his first stint as head coach wasn't that impressive. So, just saying. Yeah, I, I yeah. So. Uh, there's there's no redeeming features here. No. Where we, there, you know, it's just it's not gonna happen. And I and and you know what? They haven't had. They haven't had that bad of attendance problems in Ottawa since they came back to the league because they've been a pretty decent team overall. But I wonder how good attendance will be if they're not very good for the next year or two or three or four. That'll be interesting because, let's face it, um, quarterback boy there, what's his name? God, why can't I remember names? Matt He's not going He's not going to be in Ottawa for the next three or four years. They better find somebody to replace him, like now, if you think about it. I, I'm still I'm still amazed that they ever let anybody have a chance to get Trevor Harris out of there. So, No kidding. You know what I mean? Somebody had to be there. I guess so. Anyway, I did do some something with Jonathan Jennings, and it went nowhere. I did do some digging while I was silenced and all by myself, and Jonathan Jennings still has a Twitter account. It's followed by 168 people. So, hmm, you know. None of them football scouts. The the last article about him was September third, two thousand and nineteen. It was about him being a a daddy and a starting QB for the Red Blacks. Huh. That didn't last very long. Now he's just a daddy. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. I I could no, not at all. But I could see technically. If a quarterback does get, or a, a quarterback, if a team does get into injury trouble as a quarterback and is looking for some guy that at least has experience, I could see teams calling him. Yeah, maybe. If they're in I a mean, pinch, last... they need someone with a, not that he was great last time, but if they're in a pinch and they need someone, I could see that. I could see it happening. I mean, his last two years were just miserable. Let's face it. So, I don't know. I would even say two and a half years because his last year and a half in BC, he did, his play declined, uh, was just fr- almost into a free fall. Yep. You're right. So are we going to go on to Montreal now? Are we finished with Ottawa? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So what's going on with Ottawa? The badge. Now, this is his sophomore season, right, after five years? Isn't that what they said? Apparently. I don't know how that works, but. Yeah, they're hoping that he doesn't go into that sophomore slump or they don't believe that he will considering he has been playing for five years. so I think at that point it's just called a slump. Yeah. 
I don't know. Is, are they going to do it or what? They're actually, for me, they are a team that uh, honestly could end up going either way. I don't know. You're saying, oh, well, they can do it that team. I think that they have the potential there to be pretty good, but they also have the potential to be a joke. Well, not a joke, but uh, a team that's just going to underachieve. I want to see what Vernon Adams um, plays like this year because we, even before last year, he showed flashes that he was, uh, you know, a chance to be a, a first string quarterback, but he was never really able to sustain it. 2019 was probably his most sustained play as a CFL quarterback. Uh, will the two years off hurt him? Will it help him? I don't know. But he's the guy I'm watching most on that team under a microscope to see how he performs this year. Okay. So how was it, Mark? Very good, actually. Yeah? Okay. Surprised? Very surprisingly. I wasn't sure what I was going to be getting. More so, kind of soda-ish. Yeah, I, I would think that it would. Yeah, very low. Am I missing something here? Probably. I'm right along with you, Charles. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. I tried a new beer. I tried a raspberry beer tonight. Raspberry ale, and he posted it on his Facebook. But he didn't say anything about it. Okay. So I just asked him how it was. I'm, I'm... What? Nothing. I'm not a fan of beer. Uh, not not a fan of what kind of beer? Fruit beer. Fruit flavored. Fruit, Fruit flavored. flavored beer. Oh, okay. How about peanut butter? Have you tried the peanut butter stout? I have not. You have to try it. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, it's it's Is it uh, really that get, good. Yeah, everybody yeah. likes it. It's it's made by Dead Frog. There's one made by Dead Frog in Aldergrove or Langley that now I guess. You, you, you can get it. It's, it's not hard to get. I'll have to check that out then. Yeah. It, it, it's worth it. It's a pretty good beer. Okay. Um, are we talking football still or what? Or, or Montreal. Anything interesting in Montreal? Mark, yeah, I'm curious to know. I'm Go curious ahead, to know well. what's going to happen to Montreal. I'm curious to know what's going to happen to Montreal because now Danny Machocho is in charge. And okay, okay, so you want to know whether this is going to be a successful move or whether or not this is going to be a bust? No, I can tell you what kind of move it's going to be already. Oh, okay. In well, my okay. mind, then why would you ask the question? In my mind, in my mind, it's going to be a bust. Because he's a bit of an egotist. It'll be great for the Montreal fan base there because he's a Montrealer. Yeah. 
But, he's a Quebec but he does pop, But he does populate his team with a lot of Montreal football players. Yeah. Okay. And I wonder and how. I wonder if he's going to leave the Harry Jones alone, because we all know he wants to be a coach too. That's what I was going to say. I think it's almost an inevitable point that he will, uh, that, um, you think it's a Jim Hoffman. Yeah. That at some point he will become head coach at some point. It would not surprise me in the least. And that drives me nuts. I love Kahari's enthusiasm on the sidelines. Right. But he's a bit of a limp dick. He doesn't really stand up for himself. Okay, and I don't mean no, that in a bad way. Does. What? No, just that's his mentality. Yeah, I mean, he was—he used to be in our Facebook, in our BC Lions. Let's talk BC Lions group, and he just oh, let dear. everybody, everybody walk all over him. And he finally just left the the thing because everybody was abusing him, and I don't know why. It wasn't his fault. I like Kahari Jones. I stuck up for him as much as I could. I like him too. Even though I know what you mean, he is kind of a wishy-washy type coach. Yes. And you can't be that when you're a head coach. No. You yeah, gotta be but a guy you know what? Lay down the law. But he was also a players coach big time last year, or 2019, and everybody loved him. And is that him. a good thing? Okay. Well, it just depends, okay? It just depends. It really does. You know, there's many different kinds of coaches. I was listening, I was listening to a podcast today, and they had Doug Flutie on the podcast, and okay. he was talking about he was talking about the first season he went to Toronto, and okay. what's his name? What's his name? Was the head coach in Toronto then? Um, the the, Don, the defensive uh, guy, um, Don, Don Matthews. Don Matthews. Don Matthews. Yeah. And so the first day he was there, first day of training camp, Flutie came into Don Matthews' office, and Don Matthews' new offensive coordinator was there. And it was somebody I've never heard, somebody Jenkins or something like that. And Don introduced him to Doug Flutie. John Jenkins, probably. Yes, John Jenkins. Don introduced him to Doug Flutie. Then he looked at John Jenkins and said, and said, Stay the fuck out of his way and let him do what he wants. <laughs> okay? And it was pretty successful, right? They won two yeah. straight cups. Yeah. So that's a different kind of coach, right? Just saying. I mean, it just depends on the kind of players you have and how they play for you. It's that simple. But eventually, I think if you're a player's coach, you, ended up, you end up getting thrown under the bus to be honest with you, because you don't stand up for yourself. No, you don't. And you so. can't deal with management if you're all friendly with the, the players. And you can't <laughs> right. reprimand the players if you're buddies with them. Okay, let's go drinking. You're an asshole. You, 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 you benched me this afternoon. I'm not buying you a beer. Oh, man, now I just got ripped off of a beer. No, you can't do that. You can't be a player's coach. You can't be buddy-buddy. No. They're not your friends. You're their coach. No. no. 
Oh, shade breaks. If you want, and, if, and if you want, but if you want any sustained success, you're going to eventually have to cut these guys or get rid of them or trade them. Wait, you, but if you want, mm-hmm. if, if you're there for any length of time, it's going to happen, whether or not you've had success with these people. Brian Burnham That's is going to get cut, right? He is going to get yeah, cut. absolutely. Whether it's this year, next year, or 10 years from now, somebody's going to have to yep. trade off or refuse <laughs> contract with G. Roy Simon. And Wally was not a popular man in Vancouver when he kicked him to the curb and he went over to, to Saskatchewan. Right? But and Wally he did, did that what he had to do. Too. Oh yeah. Do you realize? Do you realize that people wanted Wally to die when he cut Alan Pitts out of Calgary? Oh I, yeah, I don't doubt it. Because Alan Pitts was, in my mind, the greatest receiver in for the Calgary Stampeders ever, and Wally eventually had to cut him, which I understand. He got old and slow, but you know it's going to happen with every single player. Mm-hmm. And eventually you get used to a certain guy's style because Huffnagel, I mean, Huffnagel traded Henry Burris. Huffnagel let Jeff Garcia go. He went to the NFL. I mean, so so it does eventually happen. And, and obviously Huffnagel has had a long career because he knows how to do it at the right time. And he still stays, he still stays, stays successful with new players. So, and I think, I think he learned uh, a lot from Wally too. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And my my impression is Montreal. I would. I'm going to pick Montreal as second in the East for sure this year. Second in the East. Yep. Well, they don't have a lot of competition. No, they don't. Okay, uh, we, we know what Ottawa is. And we haven't yet to talk about that train wreck in Toronto. So going out on a limb here and calling Montreal in second place is not a biggie there, Will. No, I know it's not. Okay. I could have told you this two years ago. (laughs) Yeah. And, I mean, I probably don't even have to tell you who my number one team in the East is going to be, do I? (laughs) No, no. I think Toronto, the number one is pretty obvious. Yeah, Toronto, right. of course. Seattle? Seattle's going to be in first in the East? Yeah, yeah, the Kraken. The Kraken is going to be first. Uh, I have no response. <laughs> hey, so okay, so that's it here in Montreal. So let's let's go okay. down here. We're in Charles's list here, and we get to talk about who is it next? Toronto, Toronto, Toronto. The big smoke. Actually, that's that's the interior right now. We've got the big smoke. Um, Toronto. We've got brand spanking new head coach Ryan Dinwiddie. Mm-hmm. Had very little coaching experience, never mind head coaching, oh, and or never been a coordinator. So we can see that going off and being awesome. Uh, and his quarterback is who? Nick Arbuckle? No, that's not Nick Arbuckle. He's in Saskatchewan. Who, who's, who's his coach? Nick Arbuckle. 
It is near Nick, Nick Arbuckle. Yep. So, who, by the way, happens to be hurt right now. Is he? Yep. What What did he hurt? Just training camp problems, I guess. What did he hurt? I. It was they want they want specify. It's a lower body injury somewhere below the neck. Or upper body injury somewhere above the neck. Oh, above the neck. No, no, it's not above the neck. I'm just, I'm just messing with you here, buddy. So, yeah. So he is hurt. They've, he's been sitting out of camp for a while. But so has, uh, so has Bo Levi. So, I mean, they say he will be ready for the season opener. And they say, here's an interesting thing, and I never thought this would happen. They say what's his name in Toronto's uh, training camp has been taking most of the second team reps. Anthony Pipkin, not McLeod. Not Bethel McLeod Thomas. Bethel Thomas. Huh? No. Oh. Oh. What does that tell you? Hmm. Very interesting. I didn't even realize Pipkin was in Toronto. Yeah, I didn't either until they announced that the other day. And they just released uh, Terrell Singfield as well. So they just got rid of a starting receiver. Hmm. Now he's getting older. But... That, Toronto's a team I think you're going to see free fall. Yeah, but Mark, have you seen from where? Have you seen, have you seen the players they have, Mark? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Okay, they signed Mark, up so this. many free agents. I, I'm, I'm looking at this right now. Okay, okay, like who's who in the world of linebacking? They got Cameron Judge. Okay, they got Hinoch Mwamba, and they got Bear Woods. I mean. Is that overkill or what? They're going to be a good defense. They're going to have to be a good defense, especially if our buckle is injured. Who do they got at running back now? Because Wild. I think moved. they signed one. Of... Yeah, I think they signed one of the guys that used to be in BC, if I'm not mistaken, Lee. Was it John White or uh, something tells me one of the old BC running backs? Um, let's see if I'm going to look up their. We're going to look up their roster here. Uh, okay, Argonauts, Wikipedia. Uh, current roster. Current. Okay, here's their current roster. Their running backs are, oh, I was right, John White, Kenneth Dixon, DJ Foster, and AJ Roulette, and someone named Greg McCray. So, ouch. Whoever they are. Like I said, out of all of that, uh, John White's the only guy I've actually heard of. But, you know, and and until a, a, a running back has running a breakout back. season, nobody's ever heard of him. That's yeah, you know what, though. guys? 
Running backs are a dime a dozen. They don't matter. Fuck. Yeah. They're like kickers. They're like kickers for fuck's sake. I, I'm just with having problems with the con- that concept, right? So, with, with a quarterback and coach like Toronto has, they're going to need to run game. the ball anyways. They're going to have to. Why? Because their offense is their quarterback. I don't think can take them very far with the receivers they have. What's wrong with the receivers? I don't know. The receivers, actually, I'm just looking at the receivers. They've got a pretty good receiving core. Yeah, that, that's Back not their weak point. Is, no. Sink field that well, uh, is Sinkfield out of that list? Uh, they, well, they cut him. On the li- he's on the list I'm looking at. They cut him. No, no, they, they cut him. Got, they cut him. So, but they've also got Jawan Breskison. They've got Ricky Collins, Devarius Daniels, Eric Rogers. So those guys Daniel Braverman. Daniel, Daniel Braverman. Braverman. Peterman's there for the Canadian position. He's not going to play much. I just it's don't think they have the quarterback to get up to them. I, I hate to say this, Mark, but I'd take their wide receivers over Winnipeg any day of the week. <laughs> just saying. I'm not a fan. I've never liked uh, Ricky Collins. I've never been a huge fan of his. I know he gets the big stats, but he drops a lot of easy balls, too. Yep. I remember hearing him in BC, he was dropping passes constantly. So I kind I of agree with that. I think there's going to be a big receivers come out of the, come out of, um, the states every year. They're easy enough to I find. think there will be a huge race uh, between uh, Ottawa and uh, Surrey, between Montreal and Toronto for second place for sure. Who's their quarterback behind Arbuckle? They've got Mephalm and Antonio Pipkin. Yeah, and we've seen what they did in Montreal. Well, the, the law office isn't very bad. He's also... He, he plays uh, some good ball. Is he 38 now? Is he 38 now? No. No, he's like 35. Uh, he's 30, He's old. He's not He's young, but 33. 33. As a quarterback, that's old. You better not tell Michelle. I mean, Michael, or what's his new name? Michael. Michael. Michael Riley. Yeah, okay, him. Yeah, you better not well, tell Michelle that either. We've already seen old Riley. We saw old, old Riley in 2019. I guess, and I guess, no, you know what? I guess Not there's a, fault. I guess there's a fine, I guess there's a fine line between a 32 year old Zach Kolaris and a 33 old McLeod Bethel Thomas. There's a fine line because after that 32 mark, you just go downhill. I think. <laughs> ask, ask, ask Tom Brady. He'll tell you. Yeah, there's no Tom Brady's in the CFL. Yeah, please don't compare the two. McLeod Bethel Thompson and Tom Brady are not comparable. <laughs> not in I was gonna say, who is who is Winnipeg's backup quarterback this year? Sean McGuire. Perfect. Who? Who? Yeah, I've never said I was excited about our quarterbacks. Just saying, man. 
But don't oh, worry, yeah. we're going to get to Winnipeg. Don't worry, we're going to get yeah, to Winnipeg. Yeah, we are. Yep. Huh. I just found the 1983 CFL All-Star Game on YouTube. <laughs> they had an All-Star Game? Uh, back in 1983, they did. It was at BC Play Stadium, as a matter of fact. How, how big are the shoulder pads? <laughs> These people look like giants. Uh-huh. <laughs> huh. All right. So anything left on Toronto? Nah. Who's their, who's their kicker? Or were we on Montreal? What? Who's their kicker? <laughs> who's their kicker? Who's their kicker? Boris Beatty. Boris Beatty. Oh, see? One of the best kickers in the CFL. That's, yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. Just thought that would be an interesting twist on our conversation. Next in line is the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Arguably the best quarterback tandem in the CFL. Arguably. I don't know if that is arguable. No, I think it's uh, it's dead on. Well, okay. Now let's just say, who do, let's argue this one for a second. Okay. Who does Calgary have for a backup quarterback? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Michael O'Connor. Um. Uh, yeah, I think it might. Uh, Troy, Pro, Troy Prokop or Troy, yeah, Troy Prokop. Okay, so if number, these guys yeah. never see the field this year, yes, who had a better tandem? If which guys never see the field? Any of those backups. If Bo Levi Mitchell starts the next 18 games or 14 games. Yep. Is that the best quarterback tandem in the league? What about Mike? Mike no, it's not really a tandem at that point because they're not playing. Of course, of course it's not. a tandem. Yeah. Of course it is. They came in on short short yards once in a while. They came in and did a little trick play here, there once in a while, and so it's a tandem. It's not a big tandem. So well, yeah, but I mean, in order for them to have a good tandem, they both have to play, and I think. And I well, think with Mazzoli... Is that and, according to Will? What? Is what according to Will? Is that according to Will? That they both have to play? Well, yeah. Absolutely they do. Why? Because... If your team, if your team wins the Grey Cup, does it matter? No, it doesn't. Okay. But here you go. But here you go. I'm pretty sure that Hamilton is going to play both quarterbacks this year, regardless of there's injuries or not. If one guy is sucking, they're going to pull him instantaneously. I guarantee you. Okay. I mean, let's face it. The only the only way the only way. The only way Zach Kolaris is coming out of the lineup this year is if he's dead. <laughs> okay, that's well, it. Well, and that, that's a distinct possibility, so. <laughs> well, I know that. 
but the same with Bolivar Mitchell. The only way he's coming out is if he's dead. Yeah. Mike Riley, the same thing. I was going to say, the Lions aren't exactly uh, rich at the backup quarterback position either. Absolutely that's not. Why I think it, that's why I think Hamilton just automatically has the best quarterback duo because they've both been starters in their career. And one, one and of them started one game. the game. Right. He sucked, but he still started. I think it's just we just concede on that point. I have no issue with seeing Hamilton favored to win the great the great cup. I would list Hamilton as the favorite to win the East last year for sure. Or this year this for year. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not surprised if they win the Grey Cup. On paper, that's a damn good football team. And they just made oh, yeah, predictions. Of course, they really is, don't have weaknesses anywhere. But we all know, we all know from 2001, the best team doesn't always win the Grey Cup. Nope, that's oh, certainly that's, true. Hamilton was favored to win it last year, or two years ago. Sorry, 2019. So that's why they play the season. That's why they play the game. And they don't give out the Grey Cup based on paper. That's correct. And that's, once again, the nicest thing about the CFL, anybody can win the Grey Cup at the beginning of the year. Yep. This depends who gets injured and who doesn't. And who gets hot during the winter season. Just saying. So we're all in agreement Hamilton's going to be first in the East for sure? I don't know who else I'd pick. It'll be interesting to see if Brandon, how Brandon Banks' shoulder is. Because he'd have, in 2019, it came out after the Grey Cup, that there was something with his shoulder where... I think it was grinding bone on bone or something. And every time it got hit, it just got worse. So hopefully he got that fixed. Oh, and the puppy couldn't deal with the pain, eh? When you're his size, it probably would hurt. You want to come check out my knee? (laughs) Have you seen him without his pads and everything on? The guy is tiny. Well, yeah. He is small. He's not bad with him on. He's getting hit by guys that are well over 100 pounds heavier than he is. It's going to wear. What are you trying to do? Create some sympathy here or what's going on? I don't know. No, I'm confused by it. I can't stand. I can't stand Brandon Banks as a person, but as a football player, that guy's damn good. He's and he's tough too. But I agree, 
he's a jerk as a person. Yeah, I'll, I'll never defend the person, but I'll certainly defend the player. He went from a straight up under Kent to Austin. All he did was uh, punt and kick returns. That's all he did. Yep. They sent Austin upstairs. They put him as the starting receiver, and now he's the reigning MOP. So yeah, you just have to you just have to look yep. past the person and look at the player. And we've all done that with players on our own teams. We'll see what happens. Yep. I mean, let's 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 be serious. He has the ability to make it happen. Yes, he does. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't think anybody could dispute, could dispute that. No. Do I, like to, do, I like, do I like to see it whatever? No, I don't. I think it does. But like I said, we've all had that with players on our own teams where you can't stand the person, but you're sure as hell cheering the player. Yeah. Oh. Mark, Mark, stop talking about Andrew, uh, what's his face, Harris. Harris? <laughs> I, I, I honestly can't say that about Damon Allen. What? Well, that's just true. Didn't like the person, but cheered him on anyhow? No, I, I honestly can't say no, that. I didn't, I didn't cheer like for him when person. he was in BC either. I, hate, no. I hated him no. when he was in BC as a player and a person. Yeah, absolutely I didn't not. like him either way. Because no I never felt he was that good a quarterback. God, my dad used to get so frustrated with him. How about Khalif Mitchell? I like Khalif Mitchell. You know what? The funniest thing is Khalif Mitchell was a straight-up savage on the football field. When you met him off the field, he was actually a very nice guy, or at least when I met him. Oh, he was a buttercup off off the field. He was a, so one of the nicest. Yeah, and you, but you're saying he's a dirty son of a bitch, and that's okay. And No, I didn't what? say that. I, I honestly don't think he was a dirty son of a bitch, so I don't know what you're, oh. you're talking about. Uh, he, breaks he, up, uh, even he breaks arms. No, he on didn't. Purpose. He injures people on purpose. It happened once. And it was in the trenches. And what happens in the trenches is in the trenches. Okay? Now, I'm not going to defend the guy, but it wasn't that bad of a play. It was a normal football play that the guy just went the wrong way on, and his arm kind of got hurt. Okay? If he had followed around, it wouldn't have have happened. 
I can show you videos last year of Winnipeg's offensive line doing the same thing or defensive line doing the same thing. So I don't believe you can come out and say that. Now, I'm not going to argue with you on this one. And we're not going to go there. But that wasn't that dirty of a mood. Not like Simone Lawrence has done shit. Or that other guy, what's his name? Um, the Montreal guy. Who, Lawrence? There was that, remember that, remember that guy about three or four years who who put that vicious, dirty hit on Manny Arsenal? What was that guy's name? Can't remember. Taylor Lawler. Taylor Lawler, I think. Yeah, yeah, remember that cheap shot? Holy fuck, was he a bitch. <laughs> I and knew that. I, I just said it's a cheap shot. I didn't call him a dirty player. I just said that was a cheap shot. Yeah, didn't he hit him in the shoulder or something? <laughs> no, it wasn't in the shoulder, and you know it wasn't. You just well, you're a shit up. disturber, you know that? I'm, I'm just, what, yes, what's, I, the name of that, yes, what's the name of that idiot in, in, that was in Montreal that straight-armed John Cornish I, and took him out? The guy with the, guy with the wooden, oh, John the guy with the wooden bow ties. But oh, they're not wooden, John they're Bowman. ceramic, okay? Right. Well, that John Bowman? My, my son-in-law no. husband. My brother-in-law's husband. He was the defensive end. He was the defensive end. It's not Sean Bowman. The guy was a free safety. Jesus, what's his name? Holy shit! You know who I'm talking we about. We all know who you're talking about. Yes. I know who you're talking yes. about. Nobody likes the guy. Okay, he was a dirty player. That's just plain and simple. He did it time and time and time again. And I can't remember his name. Mark? Uh, I'm looking. You do. I'm angry and it's slow as hell. I'm seeing if I can find that guy's name. I just Googled dirty Montreal Alouettes player. (laughs) And it came up. Teresi Bear. The, the yeah, Tyree Bear. Tyree Bear. Boy, 20-0. dirty player. <laughs> okay. I don't consider Khalif Mitchell a dirty player. I didn't consider him a dirty player when he was with BC or any other team. I think that he was very misunderstood. He was one of the nicest human beings that you've ever met. He, When we had the, the BC place... Um, fun day okay and everybody was lined up to see Khalif Mitchell and they were there for 15 minutes and then they left and then two more players came in and they left and and everybody was and and everybody went oh how come Khalif's got to leave right because everybody wanted to talk to him get their picture taken want to get his autograph he stayed for an hour and a half on his own time off to the side so that everybody could come by and get his picture taken okay now you know and you're gonna go oh well, no, I, personally, I think when a player does that for the fans, that's what makes a good player. Never see G. Rory Simon doing something like that. He'd be sitting there watching his watch, waiting for the seconds to tick by so he can book it out of there. Am I wrong, Charles? No, you're not. Okay. 
he was what was good about the CFL. He is what makes the CFL the CFL. Now, you're calling him a dirty player because he got into a, a spat with an Edmonton offensive lineman that rolled the wrong way and his arm got dislocated or hyperextended or something. And, and I'm sorry yeah, that I that happened. He also got in trouble in Toronto. He, he got some fines and stuff in Toronto as well. Yeah, because Not of his Twitter account. And on the field. You know what, though? You know what? That's happened a lot. When you're beating on each other during every freaking play. It's just the extreme cases they put on TV. It happens on a regular basis. Oh, I know. Right. So, I don't consider any defensive or offensive lineman dirty ever. Unless you literally... Unless you literally stomp on the guy's leg or something. And, and, and right? just... hang on, no, no, I, I disagree. I know of dirty, and I cheered for them. Rod Murphy was a brutal <laughs> offensive lineman. Okay? Oh, Rod Murphy, yeah. Okay. Well, and no, and Chris, Jason, Jason Jimenez. Sorry, Jason, Chris Walby. Chris Walby. Chris Walby should have been put in jail some games. Okay. Yes. Yeah, no doubt about it. Fun. Okay. But I love those kind of players. Sorry. I, so do I. Like I said, BC hasn't had an offensive line since Jimenez and, 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 and uh, Murphy left. Okay? We really haven't. Right. We have not had a good offensive line since then. Teams right. were literally scared of those guys. And they should have been. Okay? Now, were, were they dirty players? Hell yeah. They played good football. They played football to win. Okay. What's the difference between that and, and Will, you just said you love guys like that, right? What's the difference yes, between absolutely. that and, and Khalif Mitchell? There isn't. There isn't. He played football to win. I think, I think there's a lot of those guys who play it right to the edge as far as they can take it. Yeah, and beyond. And, and, and those are guys that I'm sorry. I, I mean, let's, let's face it. When you, when you play football, you're not playing fucking ping pong, okay? No. And, no. and anything goes. All and, right? And please, anything. Well, please tell me that it is not exciting football play or I Dave Dickinson's play or, or any of those guys. We love to watch those quarterbacks that tuck the ball and run like hell. We know it's stupid. Yeah. yeah. Okay? We all, we all know it's stupid. But I'll tell you. I will watch Buck Pierce play football all day long, and I can't stand Bo Levi Mitchell, okay? Because he just doesn't play football. Well, I don't and, know, and, I don't know what he plays, to, but it's not football. Just to, just to add to your argument here, the podcast I listened today with Doug Flutie, Bo Levi Mitchell was on the podcast, and Bo Levi Mitchell told Doug Flutie that he had a record in the CFL that Doug Flutie doesn't have. And Doug asked what that was, and he said, there was one season where I didn't run past the line of scrimmage, and Doug Flutie, Doug Flutie just went nuts. He called him a liar, okay? He said, how is that possible in the CFL? So I thought it was pretty amusing. Okay? And, and, and I don't doubt it. Because you know what Doug Flutie was like. 
Oh yeah, touch the ball. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with liking watching dirty players, but you just call a dirty player a dirty player. Yeah, but Taylor, it just Taylor depends Rosberg on what you do. Years. It depends and on Taylor what your definition. What your definition of a dirty player is. Okay, I mean, it, on the line of scrimmage, there's all kinds of things that happen that nobody ever sees. Oh, yes. of course, hundred percent. Are, are we talking oh, about sure. Angelo Mosca dirty here, or Kyrie Bear dirty, or Simone Lawrence dirty? Is no, that what we're no, talking we'll about? Those understand. guys, those are those are players that hit people after the the, the whistle. Those are people who take uh, liberties that they don't have. They shouldn't. They they hit players outside of the bounds of the playing field, and they know it. They no, don't slow no. down. They Will just take them out. Will already said his name. Will already who? said his name. Who? Chris Walby. Chris Walby. Yeah. Chris Walby. Oh. Possibly the dirtiest player in the history mm-hmm. of the NFL. Okay. So, you know. Can I say? You know what I, I was taught? I what I was, like dirty play. I, 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 I tell you what. What I, I was don't in know. high school, we were taught. We were taught in high school. You want to slow a defensive player down? You know how you do it? Take out their knees. You punch them. You punch them in the fucking nuts. Yeah, that's true. And guess what? He slowed down. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Well, well that, that, that's know, a Saskatchewan that, Rough Riders line. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever heard, like, I remember running backs that I've known, they say it on the bottom of that pile, the thing guys do to them on the bottom of that pile is disgusting. Yes. Okay? Because nobody sees you. And, I, and I'm not sure that you can say that Chris Walby's the dirtiest player of all times, man, because you, you, you just never watched Rob Murphy play. No, I didn't have to. I watched Chris Walby. Yeah. And I've heard his stories. I've heard Dunnigan's stories from playing against him. Um, there's many stories from everybody that know this guy is. Oh, nobody's questioning that. But his his big thing was to go for eyes. Yep. Eyes, and like Will said, the nuts. Well, you take out a guy's eyes and he can't see, he's not going to be very effective. Nope. Lions had a player years ago named Jeff Braswell that used to do that. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. I remember Braswell. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Lots of players up to what you would consider nasty. Yep. Well, Tyro Jones was a nasty piece of shit, too. Does this mean Kyrie's Hey Bear is finally out of the CFL? Yeah, that's what it means. He was in Ottawa last so, year. Yes, I think, wasn't. Is he a free agent? He's retired now. Huh? 
Well, he's not signed by well, anyone, if that's what you mean. So, yeah, I think he would be a free correct. agent. I don't know if he's actively looking for work, but... I doubt it. I hope not. He got fat. He's, he's up, up there. Fat he's up there in years. Oh, yeah. Shall we move on? Mm-hmm. What yep. team were we on? Toronto. Uh, we had... We, no, we had oh, – were we? Okay, did we do Toronto? Oh, Hamilton, uh, sorry, Hamilton. Hamilton. No, Hamilton. Yeah, yes. I think we fished the East. Yep. I think we finished the East. Okay, so um, in, a, in a non-disputable fashion, do we believe the East will finish Hamilton, Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa? Mm, that would be how I would pick him. Yeah. yeah. Mark. Me too. Yep, I can go with that. William? Yep. So east is the east. In the West, we have five teams, starting with Winterbeck. Winnipeg will go as far, yeah. Winnipeg will go as far as uh, Zach Zach Kolaris takes them. Yep. I think that's pretty obvious to me because if he goes down and they got to go to Sean McGuire, that's uh, a massive step backwards. Yeah, I think. Yes. So that's the key for Winnipeg is keeping him healthy. Fortunately, they've got a very good offensive line. Maybe the best in the CFL. So if you're going to have Calaris playing behind anyone, you'd want him behind him. The interesting thing for me is Andrew Harris, because he may not be ready for week one. Yep. I I really get the feeling that we're not going to see that much of him this year. I think he's going to be in and out all year. Which is it why seems they, almost like he's got something chronic. Yeah, and I think it's why they kept both Canadian backup running backs. Mm-hmm. So the offense doesn't have to change that much. These are, they've both been there. I think it's both their second year with the offense. So. Mm-hmm. And they have Dembski they can put into the backfield. So... Like I said last week, it'll be interesting to see them without Andrew Harris. The defense I'm definitely not worried about. That's a strong defense they have. I'm really happy with that. Well, they brought back basically their same defense they had uh, when they won the Grey Cup in 2019, and they were probably the best defense in the league that year, so... Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's their strong point for sure. Yeah, 
They lost a couple, uh, quite a bit of experience with Brandon Alexander leaving, and then Winston Rose leaving as well. So they did, with those two guys leaving, did lose. But then they picked the uh, guys up in free agency just to fit right in. Mm-hmm. The crappy thing with Winnipeg right now is all I'm going on is little media reports because I can't go watch training camp. They're just finally back into the stadium. So we're waiting to see if all of us end up. No, we won't be able to get into practice because they'll be shutting that down soon for the week. I really wanted to see who some of these kids are. They've apparently got some good young receivers, but every team in the CFL every year finds good young American receivers and you never hear of them again. The, the offense could be interesting under Pierce without Andrew Harris. If they don't have Andrew Harris, if they don't have a, a dominant running back, if they don't have that in their lineup, Zach Harris won't survive. It'll be interesting. They have Dembski. Dembski's not as good as Harris. I'm not saying that by any means. That he is also a damn good running back. So they they don't go down too much. Um, I wouldn't be surprised with Toronto releasing Terrell Sinkfield if Winnipeg doesn't pick him up because Darvin Adams is injured as well, and they haven't said anything really about him. It's all we know is it's his arm. He landed awkwardly on it, so I don't know if he dislocated something. Or so we need a veteran receiver. So don't be surprised if uh, Winnipeg picks up, at least takes a look at Sinkfield. Yeah, because that's one of the big things with the Bombers that they is not exactly loaded with like big name uh, receivers. It's so, imminent uh, that they find. It's just around the corner. They're going to find Duran Carter. I guarantee you. They're the guy you don't hear much about nowadays. He's been buying popcorn and movies for people for the last two years, okay? Right. Got him his way into the CFL. (laughs) Hmm. But if Caleros can at least put some points up, I think, again, the Bombers are going to be a very difficult team to score against. So if he, if he can put a decent amount of points up, they're still going to be a pretty good football team because their defense is, I think, good enough to carry that team a large, a long way uh, as long as the offense – it doesn't have to be a spectacular offense. It just has to be decent. With the potential to be – spectacular when you have Kalaros under center. Yes, because he can make receivers uh, better. Yes. And he has a full training camp with them. He didn't get that last year. Would Lee get two weeks? Did he, or was it one week before he, when he got traded and then started? 
Yeah, you got it. I think two weeks. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I it was one or two weeks. weeks. I don't remember. I think yeah. it was two weeks. I think you're right. And didn't lose a game. Yep. Now it's a matter of how many games is he going to play. But shortened season might help. Oh, And if he gets knocked out with it. Caleros doesn't need a shortened season. Sometimes he gets hurt the first three plays of a game, of a season. Oh, I know. See, I know. 2019. And if yeah, he gets he knocked out with an injury, is it, is it an injury that uh, he can come back in, or is one more in, injury it? If he gets another concussion, is he done? Well, he hasn't had a concussion since week three at the CFL, or week one at the CFL in 2019. 2019. So. Well, we don't know that. We're just assuming. He could have fallen out of bed or something. <sighs> you know, it could be. I am excited for the for it to start. I think that they're going to be a very good football team. Whether they can defend the Grey Cup, I don't know. But I think they're a very good football team. It's going to be interesting in the West. going to be very interesting in the West. Okay, so let's move on from Winnipeg. Where Are we running out of time? I haven't looked. Uh, we're down to got, we got half an hour to do four minutes. teams. Wait, it took us 90 minutes to do the East. Now we're going to do four teams in the West. Okay. Uh, we're having to rush through the best part of the CFL, but, but whatever. Well, we could always save this till next week. Okay, the next well, we still got to kill 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, we, we can do that with our eyes closed. Saskatchewan Rough Riders, what's good about them? What's bad about them? Well, I understand they just lost another player to an Achilles injury two days ago. So that makes five, or is that six now? That is five. That's five for them. That's not a good thing. I also heard Calgary lost one, but that's beside the point. Yep. Charlie Power. They did. Okay. So, what are we doing? What's going on with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? We're talking about uh, Greg Dinson as head coach. We're talking about uh, the sophomore, what's his name, quarterback? Uh, Cody Fajardo. Cody Fajardo. Who's the who's the greatest football player in the history of the CFL, according to your good friend, um, Phil Miller. Rod P. Was- yeah, yeah, God. Phil Miller. Cody Fajardo. Cody Fajardo, yeah. I was going to say Cody B, but we don't know who that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so what's going on? What's anything else about this team? Can we say anything nice about them? I I think they could be at the top two this year. They could be in the I top think, two this year. I think any any West team is going to be in the top this year. Okay, depending on a number of things. I mean. If you think about it, Winnipeg, at the end of the year, they could be 4-10 if Zach Kolaris gets hurt. 
Yes. Okay. Sorry. Well, that's it, basically. I mean, or they could be 10 and 4 if he doesn't get hurt. Uh, it's, it's a crapshoot. Okay. Saskatchewan's the same way. I, I think, I really think the two weak sisters in the West, and yes, you're hearing it out of my mouth, believe it or not, is going to be uh, uh, in Calgary and Calgary and Edmonton. What a change that is with all the years where the Alberta teams were the strength of the West. Yeah. I mean, no team is going to win the Grey Cup with an Elks as their name, okay? It's not going to happen. If it happens, I'm going to stop watching the CFL forever, okay? They're going to win the the Grey Cup eventually, okay? Eventually. No, they're not. No, they're not. Not with a name like that, they're not. Not with antlers on the side of their fucking helmet. Give me a break. Okay? I heard that the Green Bay Packers want their uniforms back. (laughs) It's it's not going to happen. And Calgary Calgary is is so young and scary. It's very scary. And that could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. I mean... Basically, the biggest thing they have is Bo Levi Mitchell. And if he gets hurt, 4 and 14, guaranteed. Or 4 and 12, or 4 and 10, if he gets hurt. 4 and 10. Okay, if he gets hurt, you're done. No confidence in the Stamps backups, huh? The Stamps what? Stamps backups. The backups, backup quarterbacks. Well, if John Hoffnagel came out of retirement, I might, maybe Dave Dickinson, I might get some hope, but. Oh, I don't know. I would take Dave Dickinson before John Hoffnagel. I mean, at least Dave Dickinson was entertaining when he played. Yeah. John, Johnny Boy was like career backup, sorry. He had a couple of good games in Winnipeg. Do you remember, Mark? I saw an old CFL game on YouTube, I believe it was the 1983 Western Final, and John yep. Huffnagel was actually the starter for the Bombers. Yep, because somebody was hurt. You know, who his, you know who his backup was? Who? Jim Zorn. Oh, is that right? The former longtime quarterback from the Seattle Seahawks. Yes. And I didn't even know he played for the Bombers until I saw this. Yes, he did, for a little bit. Uh, yes, he did. Must, must have been a very weak year. He tried very hard to figure out the CFL. He really, really tried. He just could not figure it out, so he left. That's the other thing. When I was... I was listening to that, that Doug Flutie uh, podcast today. He was also saying that if he played professional football today, he'd be the number one draft pick in the NFL today. I guarantee it. Who's thinking about all those little guys that are playing now? All right. Yep. That's that's not. Yeah, I don't disagree with that because the 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 quarterbacking in the NFL has changed in the last decade completely. 
So, but anyways, for the Bombers, or is that who we're on now? The Bombers, or have you moved yeah, on? No, we're on the Riders now. Saskatchewan. You notice how much we're talking. We like the Riders. How much we're talking about? We're talking about Jim Zorn. Yeah, well. That's how I much mean, we I want to talk about the Riders. I guarantee on every poll in Saskatchewan, they've rated themselves as number one. Of course. They probably rated themselves as number one, two, three, and four. Right. A lot of the TSN guys and that are taking them as number one, though. Hey, there's what we can talk about. We'll tell you about Saskatchewan. What do you think of the new chick on, on the desk on TSN? I think it's a good choice. I like her. Well, she's been there before. It's not. I know. I like yeah. her. But I like her a lot. I do. I too. like her a lot. So. I'm. I'm just saying. You know, it's, it's, I, I don't. He's think a little it's, hyper and loud, so it should be interesting. Yeah, I was never a real yep. fan of that. Who was it? Was there before? The guy who's going to be the color guy. Yeah, I was never really a big fan of his. I, I did find that little scrunty guy. Was his name Dave Randorf? Yep. Yeah, he used to be. Randorf's going to be doing broadcasting now. Okay, so I just got a little email here from, uh, or I don't know, where did it come from? Oh, it, it's Phil Miller. And uh, he said, yeah, oh, the the fans think they will finish first in 2010. I like her a lot, too. Well, of course they think he's going to finish first. I think they, they, Saskatchewan would be happy if there was no other teams in the CFL. They'd still be Saskatchewan Rough Rider fans. There was no other teams. That, I mean, the only reason why Saskatchewan fans tolerate, tolerate any other football team is so Saskatchewan can play games. Yep. Right? So, yeah, I don't know. Anyhow, give a shout-out to Phil there. Thanks for listening, buddy. I'm a big fan. I know. I know. I know. Hey, okay. Phil, who um, won the 2009 Great Cup? Do you remember? 2009. <laughs> 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 All of a sudden, his computer, his computer just shut off. <laughs> he threw it through the window. I, th- I think there's a, like a sensor he's got that does that. He doesn't have to worry about it. Go fuck yourself. Phil, <laughs> that nasty little word's coming out of your mouth there. That wasn't very nice. You're not very polite at all. <laughs> Love you, Phil. Okay. At least we now uh, know that one person is listening to us. Somebody has yeah, to listen to us. Yeah, at least Phil's listening to us. Okay, so back to the podcast. I'm done with Saskatchewan. There's really nothing to say about them. Let's go over to the Elks, Edmonton Elks. My least favorite team in the CFL right now because, like, you know what? If you don't have the balls to sit up to a bunch of panty waists that are in this cancer or uh, cancel culture, I have no words for you. Did, did, did Cincinnati really change their name, or what team changed their name down in the States? Well, baseball Cleveland. Team. Cleveland Indians. Cleveland. Cleveland Indians changed their name. They're now going to be called the Cleveland Guardians. What a bunch of... That's not, that's not a bad name change. Okay? I actually like the new name. I just... I don't know. The Washington Redskins changed, too. They just call themselves Washington. 
Yeah, I didn't like that one either. That was a bad. I mean, uh, you know what? Redskins, which was the team name in Washington, is a derogatory name. Okay? It is not a polite thing to say. Okay? Even though we call them brown guys. Um, you're not supposed to call them Redskins, okay? That's just, it's not, it's a derogatory name. So you don't want to do that. Changing that team's name or, or at least dropping it. And that's not bad. And I almost understand Cleveland because Indians aren't really Indians, okay? They're not from India. That was just a screw-up by Columbus or some other white guy who just basically said that, you know, that's not, these are Indians because we must be in India, okay? And it stuck for 400 years. Okay, so, that, no, 500 years. Uh, it's, it's, I understand changing that name. But Eskimo means mm. what? Some people say it, it depends on which dialect you're talking about. Some people say it's eater, eaters of raw meat. Well, that's a fact. That's an indisputable fact. That's what they do. Okay? Or did. And there was an, another uh, definition of it. And neither one of them were derogatory. In fact, most people who, uh, Inuit people, followed the team. They were the fans. So, and Edmonton went out of their way to get into the remote communities and, and bring the game to them and help them out and do so, all sorts of cool things that nobody else ever does. So is that going to continue? Why would they? You know, now they're going to go out into elk herds and hang out with them and pick up a little, go out elk shit uh, picking up and get their little forks out and wheelbarrows and go uh, clean out the little paddocks for the elks. No, I don't, I, I don't understand this. Not, it's not working for me. Why would you change your name? So the least favorite team in the CFL right now is a bunch of panty waste called the Edmonton. And what do we think of them? Okay, well, Trevor Harris is the on, uh, on sometimes on, sometimes off quarterback of the CFL. Uh, they've got well, – who's their, cor- their coach now? Dave Dickinson. The, no, no. No, no, Jamie – Jamie Elizondo. Oh, right, Jamie Elizondo. Now, we've always wanted to see Jamie Elizondo as a head coach in the CFL. He's been an amazing Mm -hmm. defensive coordinator. No, sorry, offensive coordinator in the CFL. So this this could be a good thing. I want to see him succeed. I just not necessarily want to see him succeed in Edmonton right now. Yeah. So I don't know. Any anything good to say about Edmonton? Um, no, I don't like their team at all. No, I don't either. I'm not a real fan of um, the city either. I was there last year. It was kind of dirty. Uh, yeah, Trevor Harris is the bright spot. Um, is he? Yeah. I mean, they some did surround him with some de- decent receivers, didn't they? I mean, who's got their roster up? Mm, I don't know, right really? now. Okay. I, I really wish they had uh, they they make the rosters by um, position, not by. Oh, you can do that. You just push a button. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the Wikipedia page. They do that. Our Ar- Monty Edmonds, Ernst Edwards, Greg Ellingson, J.J. Jones, Mike Jones. 
a bunch of Joneses there. Uh, Hunter Carl. I think that's probably backwards. It's probably Carl Hunter. Uh, Malikou, Richards, Shy Ross, Kenny Shaw, Kenny Shaw, Trevan Smith, uh, Jalen Tolibier, Danny Vandervoit. Vandervoit, former Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And Darrell Walker. Darrell Walker. Darrell Walker. Okay, so they they got a stable of receivers. Not a bad stable. They're okay, but they don't blow me away or anything. Eh, Greg Ellingson and Darrell Walker could be a good thing here. Monty Edwards kind of getting up on in age, but he's still there. Oh, isn't uh, that famous uh, running back James Wilder Jr. there this year as well? Yes, he is. Yeah. I was just about to bring him up. Yeah. He's like the next coming of Jerome Messing. So. No, I don't think so because I think James Wilder Jr. actually had a good season. One. Half yes. of one. They're yes. not very strong at linebacker. No. No. First year head coach too. So Sean Sean Lemon is there. Yippee. At thirty two years old, is he gonna keep it up? Yeah. I he's think gonna, he's, he's, gonna, he's got a couple years left, I think. I think so. I Kwaku Botang. I don't mind a, a lot of their roster. I just don't think they're going to be able to pull it together. I, I honestly believe Edmonton will be the last team in the West. That's my call on this one. I think they're going to be down at the bottom. I don't think their defense is very good. I'm just looking at all their things there. I mean, they got Aaron Grimes back there. I think he's kind of he's on the downslope of his career. I kind of think the same thing about Jonathan Rose. Um, yeah, their running game, we'll see what their running game produces. If uh, James Wilder can do anything, who knows? Quite, and, of course, okay. there's hot and, hot and cold Trevor Harris. Hot and cold Trevor Harris. But now look at their O-line. Does anybody on the O-line just jump out at you? Thaddeus Coleman? You don't know. Sir Vincent Rogers. Yeah. They had a couple of guys retired last year, didn't they? You you need to have an O-line if you're going to have a running game. That's a fact. You have to have an O-line if you're going to have a passing game. You need to have an O-line if you want to keep your quarterback healthy. I'm looking at this and I'm not... I'm not overwhelmed. I'm just, I'm just not overwhelmed by it. Okay. I know I'm, we we got to get going. We've only got eight minutes left in the show, and we got two, at least two teams to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I'm picking Edmonton being dead last in the West, and uh, that might be mean, but too bad. Okay, Calgary Stampeders in that order there. Calgary Stampeders. Bose hurt. He should be ready to start for the season, but he had two years to get healthy, and now he's hurt again. 
that's not a good way to start the season. I mean, it is a shortened season, everything else. Uh, they've lost some key players. They always do, but they always find new ones. Is, is, is Huff still on the top part of his game to finding young, raw talent? That's yet to be decided. Will, you, this will be decided. Not... It'll be decided. It'll be decided if Huffy is really as good as he says he is because mm-hmm. we're talking new offensive line, new defensive line, new defensive backfield, lots of young receivers, young, young receivers. The most experienced receiver they have is Kamar Jordan, and he has been yep. for three years. Okay. He didn't play in 2009. He had an So I'm I'm optimistic because I'm optimistic because of the Stampeders organization, but that's about as far as I'm gonna go, man. I, I, you know, I mean, let's see if this if this if this system the Stamps have works because it'll be put to test this year. This will be the big test this year because I'm just looking at their roster and boy, it's not a lot of people I've heard of. It's thin. Yep. Okay, so this could be a challenging year for Stampeder fans is what you're saying here, Will. Okay. You got anything Mm -hmm. to say on this one, Mark, before we we move on? Not a ton, Will's right. Um, It'll be interesting to see if Wally or if Huff can find enough people. There's a lot of guys to replace this year, and like Charles said too, you don't recognize any names. Um, I mean, I do, but you guys don't. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, it'll be interesting to see if they can rebound from this. That's really about it. We're all going to say basically the same thing on it. It's going to be a tough one. This could be a bad year for Canada. And and honestly, every single team in the West is one quarterback injury away from being nothing. Yep. Agreed. Without question. Yep. Okay. So... The final team is the BC Lions. I'm not going to touch this one. I'm not going to be biased. I think they're going to be a lot better than they were last year. How much yeah, better? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> not hard. No. But then we, Ottawa. You said we said. Can you say the same thing? Can't be any worse. Oh, they could be. Oh, they could be. I don't be. know. What was the, what was the record in 2019? I mean, I BC actually won 14. They, they got five victories, oh, okay. I believe. They ended up in, in third from the bottom. So, what was that, sixth place or something? No, seventh place. BC was overall. So, yeah. So, yeah. Only Toronto and Ottawa were worse. Yeah. I was going to say, at, at, 14, at 14 games, could Ottawa actually go 0-14? They could. Of course they could. So could Calgary. They can't yeah. rule it out. Absolutely. Can't rule anything out. 
And and what team? Well, I mean, there, there are teams that could go fourteen and zero. Although I wouldn't. <laughs> BC is going to go as far as Brian Burnham takes them. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. Well, I think, we already saw it last year. I think it has a lot to do with Mike Riley. Mike Riley, too. You know that, eh? Well, of course. But we saw last year. It's a two-man show in D.C. right now. It's Riley Burnham. So, and if those two stay healthy and can connect, then they uh, can queue uh, up the league. That's not right. It's the a big seven-man thing. show. It's a seven-man show in D.C. Well, well first the line has really stand up. That's what I was going to say. The big thing is keeping um, Riley upright. If they can do that, he can keep the Lions uh, in most games. But they've got to keep him off the ground. You know, as much comments as we make about Kalaros, and they're accurate, you could pretty much say the same thing about Riley at this point. Yes, he's the toughest quarterback pretty much in the history of the game, whatever you want to call it. But he, his body took a beating in 2019. Yes, he's had a year off, but he's also a year older. And well, they're going to have well, to keep him up. Yes. Have you been around the CFL, Mark? Mm-hmm. His body, his body's taken a beating of 13 years, okay? Last year like, was the worst, I think, in a long time. Well, of yeah, course it was. beat all the time. There's at least, least three or four up. plays. There's at least three or four plays every season when I say, oh, fuck, he's not getting up. And he stands up and he's just going to walk out, okay? <laughs> Did he not yeah, also and, break and, his and, ribs? Riley said that not long ago, or actually quite a while ago, he said that this is the best that he has felt since he started started as a starter. Since he became a starter in the NFL, this is the best that he he has felt. Because he hasn't been hit. He hasn't been hit, right? Okay? Right. Okay. There's only 60 seconds left. I've got to shut the show down, guys. Um, So I I have good feelings about that. So really fast, I'm going to put – Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, BC, Calgary, Edmonton. Anybody want to change that? No. Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, no, BC, sounds, Calgary, Edmonton. Sounds sounds reasonable to me. William, are you good with that? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, this has been Let's Talk CFL Podcast episode number 490. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and uh, we're going to sign off really fast because there's only 20 seconds left. <laughs> I'll go around the board. Charles, say goodnight. Good night, folks. We got actual games next week. Exciting. We'll talk to you then, uh, next Wednesday. We're doing one episode before the games start. Mark, go. Yep. Good night, everybody. Talk to you next week. William. Good night, everybody. Let's try a new thing here. Bombers suck. Oh, bombers suck.